so yeah, I just gotta hit those servings. Gotta hit those servings, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. love it. I feel like you're getting like double the recommended amount. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if you're like accidentally ripping doors <laughs> off their hinges. You don't know your own strength. I'm packing in this tiny package. Um, but uh, what's it called? Something I want to like uh, get a little update from Ashley on a little bit. Oh, sure. What's up? Because the last time we talked. You were talking about like, oh, like, you know, these are the things I'm manifesting. These are the things that are like. Oh, shoot. What's like, what are you kind of like trying to put out into the universe now? Like, what are you kind of like? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's been very, very busy. uh, Still writing on Craig of the Creek full time. Um, We're working on a spinoff show currently. Um, I don't know if I manifested that. Yeah, yeah, we're putting that one together, and um, I booked a a recurring role on that as well, so I'm going to be voicing there um, and still doing voiceover stuff. Um, Working on one project now that hasn't kind of been announced yet, so I don't think I can talk about it, but uh, started records for that, and it's been very, very taxing on my voice, which is why I sound uh, like a gremlin today, but uh, uh, yeah, so just writing voiceover stuff. Uh, Still single! (laughs) Listeners (laughs) out there, if you can hear, or here, if you can hear me, if you want to wake up to this voice in the mornings, <laughs> hit us up. Ash, are you losing your voice in these recording sessions from all the, like, you have to go like, wow, woo, yes. woo, yeah, yeah, and just, yeah. like, scream for like, hours? Like, literally yesterday, we did a Walla library, and that was just different levels of screaming or different levels of cackling or different levels of, like, uh, woohoo, like, just, like, <laughs> woohoo! Just like literally small, medium, large, insane. And it's like every time after. Okay, Ashley, we're going to go ahead with take two of a medium, large. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, yeah, that's what it is. It's like, can you do a tiny laugh? Tiny, tiny laugh. (laughs) Tiny laugh. (laughs) Throw it away. Throw it away a little (laughs) more. Yeah, throw that one away. Um, So, yeah, my voice is like an just ripped (laughs) right now so hopefully it'll be back so after we recorded you know our episode together actually like um we actually i actually wrote down a few of them and i want to just like like um i might i might like this like quickly go through what they are and just like to share like also to like put them out like what i wrote last year and then like okay uh just like see if it like oh yeah i told you to do it right right yeah i remember that okay i did i said you better do okay yeah good oh good and you're checking back in you've done your homework (laughs) i love this wow Um, 5k listeners for the podcast we did that that happened so I wrote, actually did write that down in like September. Wow, Andrew. That gets a medium wahoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so move to Chicago. That happened. So that's pretty cool. Okay. But like one that's funny is like uh, I wrote be in love. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And are you in love with something? Well, someone. I am in love with starting this episode of the podcast Ooh, about Jolene, Do- Dolly Parton's Jolene Ooh. with our special guests. Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to you. I've been meaning to listen to that 
why don't you come over and talk about it? Come over and talk about it. Uh, welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Michael Lamentado. Uh, let's let's introduce our two guests here. Our first guest you might know as a voice actor and writer for Craig of the Creek, as well as playing Christian Newlywed on the comedy Bang Bang TV series. Please give it up for <laughs> Ashley Hairston. <laughs> And uh, we'll, let's also introduce, let's just throw her in there, like, uh, to the wolves. Um, you might know her from her appearances on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Undercover High, and close personal friends might know her better as Daddy's number one dump dumb baby, it's Lisa Gilroy! <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> but, okay, so Lisa, um, I want to ask you something, like, before we get into, like, um, the album. It's time for my performance review now. I haven't met any of my goals, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been it's been over like six months since your last appearance, and uh, fans have been like clamoring to know what is going on with the Cheese It report field reporter. Like, what's what what's <laughs> going? Like, what we need an update. Like, what's she up to these days? Where when I when I talked to you last, what was I had it was it out or, or was I just <laughs> hyping the hell out of it? <laughs> I think at the time you were like speculating that you and the ball of cheese um like got together <laughs> at the end basically like put off screen basically so like what's oh, going yeah. on with them now what a blast from the past i mean i did so many press junkets for that commercial <laughs> um your podcast included um i toured a bunch uh things are going really good i've made over sixty seven hundred thousand dollars <laughs> um yeah, off that commercial Syndication alone. money, just and rolling in. Yeah, even though, you know, it's like just a 15-second digital spot, when I do a commercial, I get paid a lot of money. So that was a big part of it, and um, they're actually hiring me to replace that wheel of cheese, so I'm kind of like, Whoa. the crackers are now called Cheese Girl, <laughs> wow. and it's just me. It's my face on it. That seems it's like really a cool. Tyler Perry movie where you play all the roles. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, it's not cheese its anymore. It's cheese tits. <laughs> Lisa Gilroy presents cheese tits. <laughs> yeah, with a Z on the end. I mean, a Z for Americans. Uh, yeah, I just like. But the other thing I just want to point out, like, thank you for the update. Like, uh, you're welcome. And we hope, uh, you know, just we we hope to like as you potentially guests on the show more. We hope to like hear more from cheese ordered <laughs> lady character. Cheese um, tits, Andrew say it. No, 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 no. I thought that was the title of the production. Okay, okay. I'm kidding. I can see I can see how much I'm doing right. Don't say it. Don't say it. But like um yeah, the other thing like for Lisa is like I like, you know, ever since like especially like this past year, you've like your Instagram videos and your characters are so good. So good. And uh, love it. are just such a reliable Thanks, source of Kitty joy. This last, Le- <laughs> my baby. Lisa, yeah. recently, I, I I was on Twitter and I saw your um, Sarah Silverman tells you to get vaccinated video, and I was dying at that. You have her down perfectly. It was so right. good. Oh, thanks. Well, I've learned a lot about you know um, the Israel-Palestine conflict from listening to her podcast over and over and over and over again. Oh. Um, so... <laughs> Andrew! 
I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> that was the best reaction. Huh. <laughs> I learned, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning about cheese tits. I'm learning that. about like the Israel. My favorite is the period talking cutie girl and which is fitting because i am on my period currently i wanted everyone to know very um, cool. <laughs> good i summoned it for exactly. you exactly it's perfect Does that get a my wahoo? wanted to talk to you today on the podcast yeah yeah i've become kind of a period whisperer exactly. so you know how there's like pet psychics i can i can talk to what everyone has going on exactly. <laughs> And for the boys, it's diarrhea. If anyone wants to communicate, I can help you. Diarrhea is as as bad for men as periods are for women. I know about that. And you guys get it every month, right? For a full week? You guys do it monthly. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's that time of the month again. Better pick up some double ply toilet paper. By the way, um, uh, like, see, uh, tune in for uh, tune in to NBC for uh, Lisa's new show, uh, Period Whisperer, uh, coming next fall. Um, uh, yeah, let's uh, just. Um, this is so lovely. I um, like I've said before. I just like I really wanted the two of you. I manifested the two of you on an episode together for some reason, and because the reason being because you guys are very funny and I like you two a lot. And uh, this is this is like really really incredible. I'm just like I'm still a little bit reeling honestly. Aww. Um, but let's talk a little bit about Dolly Parton. Let's talk a little bit about. Dolly Parton and Jolene and country music to the two of you. Like, what is your, what is your, what are your preconceived notions and understanding of like Dolly Parton, the artist basically and her music and such. Dolly Parton. We're just kidding. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah. So for me personally, like uh, country music, no, I don't have any <laughs> association, but like, uh, singing about sad stuff while depressed with giant boobs, like, on my period. That's relatable. I, I totally, uh, you know, uh, yeah. relate to that. Oh, I didn't read into the period part. <laughs> Just, like, big boobs. That's what happens to me. Right, right, right. Um, you know, during yeah. that time, I get, they're just massive. Uh, so, yeah, that's very much relatable uh, to uh, me personally. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. preconceived notion. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. How about you, Lise? Well, my mom was a big Dolly fan. And when I was a kid, I just thought she looked like a Barbie, which was so exciting to me. The tits were huge for me. Like, I, I really loved that she had these giant balloon boobs. <laughs> And this tiny little waist, like, as a kid, seeing such, like, an exaggerated figure like that, she was like a cartoon. Like, I just was obsessed with her. I thought that was, like, the most beautiful thing you could be. Now I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wubba, wubba. <laughs> but as a kid, I was like, this is what it looks like to be a woman. Like, I will certainly oh, grow dear. up to have these measurements. Bam, bam. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I grew up to be, you know, whatever, 28, 28, 28. But... <laughs> Uh, I wanted to be Dolly's whatever what Dolly I don't know what's Dolly like 47 18 I don't know 47 crazy <laughs> that seems like the measurement oh, I was like I think she's older she's than 47 five foot I'm four foot 11 uh and she's I think five like five feet tall uh-huh. oh <laughs> um yes I can t- like for me I'm not as huge as she is tits wise uh but yeah like I can imagine just like, I don't even know how she stands <laughs> up straight without just, like, toppling, oh, you know, I know, carrying that much in the front with those tiny, tiny little, you know, legs. 
My theory is she every outfit she has has like a back brace work. <laughs> yeah, it's and got that's to. almost not even a joke because if you look at what she wears, it feels like she's some part of it is structural. Yeah, she's strapped in and like anchored somewhere. But anyway, so that so that's what I knew of Dolly, and then she also has this one song that. I, she sings like I don't even know what album it's on, but she sings it like a child. She's like dai, dai, do, 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 like like that. It's really scary and weird. She it's like and it's a song about a little girl who's trying to like get, get shelter oh, from right. the storm, yeah, yeah, and yeah. she comes and knocks on someone's door, um, and then she goes and sleeps in that person's house, and then the person wakes up in the morning, and the little girl is dead. Like sorry, that's a weird song. But as a kid, I was like so fascinated. I was like, okay, this woman has big boobs. She's telling a morbid story. I'm here for it. This is shaping. <laughs> And here we are. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so yeah, like, uh, just basically, uh, we, we need to do a little like table setting. Uh, this is um the uh, month long dive into Dolly Parton called Dolly Podton. I don't know. And, uh, Darton. and uh, Potty Darton. Potty Darton. Potty Darton. I would have no idea. If I clicked on your podcast and it said Potty Darton, I would say, what is this? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. So, like, this is like we're do. She, Dolly Parton was our March moodiness winner. Basically, she won our competition, like our March Madness bracket uh, for artists we'll cover for a month. But yeah, like, let's talk a little bit about, like, um, so, uh, Going into like when we asked you to like talk when we asked you to like listen to Jolene basically and um you know going into it a little bit, what what were you kinda like feeling? What were you kinda like what were you kind of expecting from uh Jolene the album? Well, first of all, I thought it was gonna be six songs. I really thought like it's one of those old albums that has nothing on it. Fourteen songs later, <laughs> I was flabbergasted. I thought I guess I thought it was gonna be like twangy and sad. And definitely Christian in most, uh, like a Christian overlay. Yeah. Um, and then I thought there'd be some really like chipper songs too, like songs for babies and kids. <laughs> you know, sometimes like Dolly does stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like such a sweet song that you could like learn it in a kindergarten class. But yeah, so I feel like it pretty much delivered other than album length. I was like, holy shit. 14 you, you listen to the okay, deluxe edition. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, don't, I think there were like 10 songs. <laughs> right? it was a 10 song. Oh my song. God. I, I must have listened to some <laughs> the bonus, bonus tracks. <laughs> you guys, you, you only had 10? Yeah, yeah, the original, I, like the yeah. real version, not the real version, but like the <laughs> non-extended version is 10 songs and it's. 25 minutes long, basically. The whole entire album. That's what I was surprised about, that it was like all the songs were like three minutes long. <laughs> right, right, right. And so short. And yeah. like, uh, I was ha pleasantly surprised by that, too, that it was like so, because I was expecting like long, drawn out, just like dark, sad twang. <laughs> and, but then I felt like I was surprised that. I mean, it was still dark, sad, depressing, like, songs, but, um, but very, I could listen to that album, like, yeah. over and over again. I, I thought it was really, really, um, nice, and especially to be, what was it, 1974? I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, a classic, <laughs> you know? Classic, even. <laughs> Me just finding out about Jolene <laughs> in Dolly 2021. It was Dolly Parton, a classic. This is a great, uh, but yeah, no, I like really. I bet you one day she'll develop a vaccine. <laughs> sure. Um, 
what about you, Michael? Like, what was your like? What were your, what were your like kind of preconceived notions and feelings going into Jolene specifically? Yeah, my experience with Jolene was that I knew she had written, you know, "I Will Always Love You," and Jolene was on this album, but I didn't really know, you know, anything else really coming into this aside from I knew it would be short, you know, not not <laughs> not fourteen songs, but just ten. So sorry, Lisa, <laughs> I did not listen to the extended version. Okay. Well, that's fine. I'm going to be the authority in this whole episode because I know. <laughs> I'll be deferring right, and deferring. Right, right. But uh, I, like, you know, didn't didn't really have anything else coming into it. I'm always surprised that Dolly's, Dolly's like, visual brand never really matches her audio brand as much. Like, she's, hmm. like, I guess, I guess she's, like, sweet, but because she has such big boobs, I guess I expect <laughs> her music to be, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, about being hot. Uh, but it's never about being hot. It's about God. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. Is that like a weird take? So you want you want you thought her songs would be country, but they'd be like, "I walk in the club, <laughs> all eyes on me." I'm very, very pretty. I'm just like, I'm just like for she's just always experiencing so much heartbreak. Like, does she like? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 all about it's a lot about heartbreak on this album, at least. So maybe is that problematic of me to say your boobs are so big? I expect your music to not be sad. Is that, <laughs> is that problematic? No, but it I is. I thought that too, Michael, because because she is so hot. And all of her songs are about guys right. cheating on her. Yeah. So it's like, what is going exactly. on? She must have a terrible, rotten personality. <laughs> yeah. To, like, answer your question about just, like, uh, you know, what's it called? Is it offensive to, like, comment on that? Well, on some, like, maybe on some level. But, like, she, all, but to be fair to you guys, like, she always, like, you know, when she appears on, like, late night shows, she would always make a better, like, the late night host would make a joke about her, like, figure and stuff like that. And then, like, Dolly would make an even better joke and like really and speak yeah she's like kind of like one of the early third wave feminists basically of just like oh wow sure. like you know I am you know I'm beautiful and feminine and I'm you know advocating for like equal rights and I'm like showing up and stuff doing stuff like that mm -hmm. as for me like I, like I said the only thing I knew was uh that she wrote the two songs in the same day just like Jolene and um I will always love you in the same day, which is in insane. And then, um, but I actually didn't hear it until like, I think like 2015 where I like community, the TV show did like a parody song called gay Dean. And we all laughed. About <laughs> that. It was very funny and great time. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, yeah like yeah. There, that was that, that was like my introduction to that. Oh, what is this a parody of basically? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so there, there's that. And then like, uh, the other thing is like, I, I loved, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm super basic. I loved, you know, I love and loved, um, I will always love you like Whitney's cover of it, you know? I, and I knew that first. And then the trivia fact is like, you know, Dolly Parton actually wrote the song. I was like, and I was, I listened to that. I was like, oh, this isn't as good. But then revisiting <laughs> it, I'm like, oh shit, this is its own thing. This is like the, the, these two yeah. great versions of the song can coexist together and like oh, a different such, approach yeah. to it. Basically. Andrew, who was the, who was the old witch that gave you that trivia? Fact? <laughs> the, tri the trivia hag. <laughs> the trivia hag. <laughs> you know, Dolly Parton wrote this song, don't you boy? Don't you give him an apple to have with his morning coffee? Boy, look at me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was really all he knew. And uh, so let's get into like quickly. Let's get into like a little bit of like. Let's get into themes. Let's get into themes first, then, just really quickly. Of just like, what do you guys feel are the themes of this particular album, Jolie? Well, it's really hard for me to answer because I don't know if you guys heard the same songs there. There was one that really impacted me called Barbara I on your night. <laughs> <laughs> speak on it. I want to speak on it, and then we'll like I'll revisit it later. I promise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Is it so like for Georgia me, the- in my mind, but Barbara. No, no. Ashley, it's basically Jolene all over again, but with fucking Barbara. Like, it's like, this is why I'm saying for me, the theme was like infidelity because we had Barbara, we have Jolene, we had all these like breakup songs. Um, That was a real standout for me. But I mean, you guys are missing the other (laughs) half of the album, so. I'm so sorry. Um, in my mind, I have the full complete picture. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have like a scattered puzzle. I have like empty spots here and there that are not completed. There's another song on the extended edition called Another Woman's Another Man. Woman. So like there's just so much about Man. cheating. So much about cheating. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Cheating, infidelity, heartbreak, loss. Uh, yeah. Themes of my life. Uh, just kidding. Um, it's so sad. No, uh, but yeah, definitely all of that. That's the song, um, Jolene, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, written about, (laughs) about her husband who's consistently flirting with the bank clerk, I guess. and, And her name wasn't Jolene, but what based on my tiny research that I did, she like gave Jolie like named her after some person at a concert. Yeah, some fan. Um, but it's about this woman who her husband consistently like was flirting with in front of her, which is <laughs> the worst feeling ever, you know. And she was a bank teller. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. The so- story surrounding Jolene was a bank teller, and like you know, Joe, like uh, Dolly would tease her husband, who he's she's been with him for like most her life, basically fifty still. years. And like, um, what's it called? Like, um, he she used to joke like, "We don't have that kind of money for you to go to the bank that often," basically. And like you know, <laughs> but she he liked the attention, and it was like kind of a flirty thing. It didn't really lead anywhere, obviously, because they're still together. Or at least from what we know. Right, sure. right, 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 right. They could have been um, exchanging more than cash. <laughs> at the, at the as, as a former bank teller, I will tell you there people will come into the bank all the freaking time for no reason. It's like, can I check my account? And it's like, okay, I saw you earlier today. And they're like, cool, <laughs> yeah. still there later. And no. it's like, get out of here. I had a woman come in who had $6.66 in like one of her accounts and she removed a penny because she didn't want it to have the devil's number. Oh. And we're married today. That woman, Dolly Parton. Michael, 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 Michael. Michael, like what, are, what, is your, what do you think are the themes of this record though? Like, No, it's, it's totally, you know, heartbreak. It's like kind of like specific uh like it it has a lot of specificity to it that i feel like you don't see on a lot of heartbreak albums like it's like her experience of being broken up with you know it lasts like heartbreak songs but it feels specific to dolly um and especially with like i don't know i feel like songs don't usually have names but especially on the extended edition with like barbara it's like jolene barbara randy it just feels (laughs) like yeah it just feels like 
She's really shouting out some fake names Don't in forget this album. The hit song Cracker Jack. <laughs> Is it about on Jack? my album as well? <laughs> it's like, yes, it's definitely about heartbreak, but it's like, um, and like that story about like there's that story about the bank teller and like, you know, her husband and stuff like that. But it's also like it's more so about her um professional breakup with mm. Porter Wagoner, basically. Yeah, um, yeah. So Porter, like basically the I'll just run through it very quickly, is like Porter is like uh he had a show and uh, he hired Dolly to be like the girl who sang songs, basically. She just like ornamental, like and then um Dolly and Porter began duetting together, basically. And they started to like build a career. They like Porter had this weird paternal slash you know, there might be something more type of relationship with her where like one moment he would be like super like paternal and like condescending and another would be like, we're lovers, we're singing together. Just like that's kind of the vibe, (laughs) basically. And then, um, but they were like both married, basically. Over time, Dolly's like profile grew and grew and she became known on her own right on her own merits as a songwriter as a like a singer and stuff like that and then Mm. she and then she wanted to like she wanted to like compromise with porter say like i'll do your show but like you gotta let me do my own things you gotta let me explore and like do my own stuff too and porter was like really jealous he was like a weird control freak Mm. and stuff like that basically like the story of like i will always love you is Dolly, like they were fighting, things were contentious and thorny and stuff like that. And then Dolly's was was like, "Well, he's not going to listen to me, so the only way he'll listen is if I write a song, basically." And then she wrote, "I will always love you" about Porter Wagoner. Then, like Porter listened to that song, and he was crying. He was so moved, and he was like, "Okay, you can leave, but you gotta let me produce the record." And they agreed, and they kind of like parted from there so i i like the record like there's more to the story that we'll get into a little later but the the idea of the story is like that's the breakup that is it's not a romantic breakup it's like this professional relationship this friendship or something yeah. like that that's the breakup it's kind of like chronicling the lead up to the breakup and then post breakup basically that was a lot of research you did <laughs> yeah. great job yeah. how's that feel <laughs> huh ashley <laughs> yeah i feel i'm actually gonna sign up <laughs> yeah um, yeah um i didn't do i didn't do more research than ashley but i am um a lot smarter than ashley so i know that um the song i will always love you is also in the movie best little whorehouse in texas right, yeah i think and that is, and so imagine me as a child, my mom being a big Dolly fan, like watched that with us. It's just, you think Dolly has jumbo tits? It's a whole house full of them. And they're never wearing shirts. They don't wear shirts or bras. It's just like, it's wild. So, it, you know, it was a lot to take in as a child, but it was thrilling. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and Dolly Parton's in it, and she's like the pimp of this oh, whorehouse. Wow. Oh, really? I call it a whorehouse because right. that's what they call it. It's right. called the best little whorehouse in Texas. It's also like, in a lot of ways, a very joyful album too. Like, I, I found myself uh, there are like a lot of moments in this album, like uh, early morning breeze and river happiness, and even though there's a tinge of melancholy to those songs, Randy is a very happy song. Highlight of my life is a happy song. Even though there's like melancholy woven into tapestry of the album, 
it's still there's still moments of real joy and real like peace basically that she feels and it's like really like it's not it's not like you know no disrespect to like uh olivia rodrigo but like that album is all about that one heartbreak basically that's like the whole thing and then it's like no when you're like kind of going through grief or you're kind of like going through sadness and stuff like that there are like moments of joy and stuff like that and moments yeah. of like clarity and peace and you just like well, kind of like well we we all know yeah. why olivia rodrigo is so focused in on just that relationship she doesn't have the relationship with god that dolly parton does which really helped dolly <laughs> get through this but i also That's feel like key. at that time i mean i don't really know but it seems like dolly didn't have access to the that type of music where you could be angry like it I don't know. Well, what was when was this album? In the seventies, somebody must have been making some sort of angry scream music, I, I, right? I imagine so. It's like it's definitely like I think it's a different brand of like feminism where it's just like um, more so just like showing showcasing your her vulnerability and like her delicateness, mm, yeah. basically. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speak for like um, women, but I'm gonna speak <laughs> for like minorities. That just like yeah, like or like Asian people basically are just like. Um, it's probably it's actually might be worse to portray Asians as like perfect or like these mystical magical beings that like solve all your problems mm-hmm. or stuff like that or like um sh- like shoehorning them into like one type of thing whereas like the best way to like reach equity and stuff like that is just like sh- tell different types of stories tell different show different types of like of people in that population basically and like um I think it's like, yeah, I think it's like cool in that way. So totally. um, it's like how I'll be, people always think Italians make it the meatball, make it the sauce, <laughs> but they can really cook a lot of different things. So what? wow. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah. News yeah. to me. Just <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, uh, speaking of uh, making the meatballs, we got to make it the cash <laughs> with uh, a commercial break. Click. Uh, welcome back to I've Been Meaning to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been meaning to listen to uses as content to learn about each other and our guests. I'm a good talker. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, Jolene by Dolly Parton. And uh, let's go through lowlights first because I feel I have a hunch that there might be less. But let's uh, talk about like songs and moments or aspects of the album that were not as good to you guys basically do you have any of those uh, i wrote down low lights and highlights and now i'm looking and i don't see anything written for either but <laughs> uh, uh but just to be transparent but that's just because i probably was distracted um <laughs> but i guess going back through not to go back to jolene but jolene actually was triggering for me to listen uh. to it made me think of not triggering it was like i mean it was I loved the song. Right, right, right. Um, but it made me think of, like, my ex-boyfriend. I had an ex-boyfriend once upon a time, and he, um, we went to the strip club together. Don't ever do that with your partner. It's not a good okay, idea. Okay. We went to the... Sh- I'm writing this yeah. down. I need to, I need to know. We went to the strip club together, and if I could describe to you the look on his face when he got a lap dance, like seeing your partner get a lap dance from a stripper <laughs> is... It was like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like the, his face like was kind of like melting, like in, <laughs> in joy. Like wow. he was enjoying it very much, you know, like to the point where his like eyes were like slowly closing and like he was just like absorbing the 
ass. And just like, <laughs> you know, uh, it was just like she was melting into him. And so, yeah, like uh, uh, these lyrics of Jolene, I'm begging you, please don't take my man. Jolene, Jolene, you know, uh, that's what I was imagining wow. and picturing during That's that moment. Tough. It took me back. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. And I like had to look away because I was just like, oh, oh. Yeah, it's like one yeah. thing to like, you know, that to have happened, but it's another thing for you to be there too. Like, yeah, oh. that was tough. it his birthday or something, Ash? You were like, no, it was like a group of us. And we were like, oh, let's all go to the strip club. Like his friends, my friends, mm-hmm. like it'll be like no big deal. Just fun. And then he got a lap dance and I was just like, I like to, I like to, <laughs> I like to be oh, sex no. positive in theory. But in practice, I have a really yeah. hard time with it. I don't know if you guys can relate at all. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your honesty. So I, I would be with you. I'd be like, yeah, we should go. Me and my boyfriend should go to like That's go to Chippendales. That'd like, be fun. Oh, I won't be. Why not? I won't be mad when I, I see him ogling those pets. I'm totally comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm comfortable with women's bodies <laughs> and I'm comfortable with our relationship. Like I get a lap dance too. Like you know. Um, not the, not the, not the same thoughts were going through my mind during that moment. I gotta say. I think that before, but then I turn into like the wife from Breaking Bad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, that was a low light, wow. low light for me. Thank you for saying that. I, <laughs> I really appreciate that. That's oh like, so, sorry, I was giggling cause it's like a funny story, but it's like. Also it's, traumatizing. It's funny, but it's not at the same time. It's yeah. like one of those stories. I really appreciate your sentiment. Oh my god! I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're single. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he was great. Yeah, he yeah, had a great yeah. relationship. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't. I'm sure yeah, he just, that just moment. you know, it was that moment. You know, we were great. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, um, you guys, but and Ashley, I guess you didn't know this, but I was. Oh, wow. um, so I'm. I feel bad. Um, I feel yeah. really bad right now. I was not gonna say it. I didn't want to call this it out on the podcast, but like, I've been meaning to confront you about this. And what Ashley didn't tell you is that, like, while I was doing my thing, she was very close by, and she was wailing, <laughs> sobbing in my ear. She stop, was stop, please. <laughs> Lisa, you shouldn't have upgraded him to the face melter. You should have just kept it at the regular level. <laughs> no, I like it when they do that thing with their faces like dogs when they're getting a really good back exactly. scratch and they just kind of slowly close their yes. eyes and their mouths that, hang open. That's what lab dances are like. I have no idea what straight men are like, I guess. <laughs> Well, uh, <laughs> uh, what about you, Lisa? What's a low light for you? Uh, ironically, the low light for me is highlight of my Whoa. life. Whoa. Um, I found that song very boring. I wanted to skip it immediately. I thought, like, I thought it's sweet. You know, I think I think it like um, I like the little choir behind it, like kind of like amplifying her voice. Like she has a very powerful leading vocal. Like basically, like whenever she sings by herself, it's like, oh, she's carrying the song. Yeah, but like, OK, I. I don't know if like if you guys have this problem, but when I see, I mean, I got fourteen songs, guys, <laughs> and, the, and the range of like, you're the highlight of my life. You cheated on me. I'll always love you. I never want to see you again. Randy, Barbara, it's just like at the after all of this, you're just overwhelmed. It's sensory overload. 
And it leaves me thinking like, not all of these songs can be true. I don't know if that's like a really limiting way, but I've, I have always felt this way about artists. When I hear this giant emotional journey, I'm like, did you really go? So I'm like, I don't know if you really went through all of this. I feel like some of the songs are true. So I'm spending the whole album trying to figure out which one is just a lie song for marketing. No, literally. Like which one is just like your producer was like, we need a breakup song. And then you did it. So which one's real with the heart behind it? And anyways, highlight of my life, I was like, I don't know. He's he's in love with Jolene. He's got Barbara on his mind. Is he really the highlight of your life? I don't believe it. <laughs> last night, last night I was listening to this album and I was like, dang, like my emotions are so stunted compared to like the emotional tapestry that is like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolly yeah. Parton's heart. Like I'm like, I have mm -hmm. two emotions. It's like I'm hungry or I'm full. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I will say, like, highlight of my life reminds me of the time I gave a girl, like, a highlighter. I asked her to a dance by saying, you're the highlight of my life. Aww. Was that a real uh, story? Yeah, yeah. that's a real story. Yes. That, there's no way that can be true. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, that story is true, and Ashley's story about the lap dance is true? Hmm. <laughs> I don't think so. Something's <laughs> going on here. Those are two wildly different stories. <laughs> One time I gave a highlighter to a stripper who was giving me a lap dance. And Whoa. I said, you're the highlight of my okay, life. And she said, yeah, like, get out of my club. I just, yeah, I like it. Like, I like the song, though. It's like not not because it reminds me of like the moment I was bravest in my life. But it's also like it reminds like it's also like uh, the idea of just like, oh, like it's so gentle. It's so like. She feels like if Paddington was a person, like a real person, uh, just like yeah, everyone yeah. she meets, everyone she like encounters, even Porter Wagner, like she improves their life. Basically, it makes it better. And just like her and the reason for that is her demeanor and her attitude towards li life and just like, you know, oh, this relationship I've had with my husband, that is the highlight of my life. That is a beautiful Thing that I want to sing about and like sing a joyful noise. And she's always wearing that little red hat and that little red trench coat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the blue trench coat. It's yellow. Oh, oh right. The blue. It's oh, blue. Wait, no, the hat's yellow. The hat's, wait, I, the hat's wait, red and yellow. I, I thought you were referencing Carmen San Diego all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I totally. Wait, what are the yellow what and are blue? The yellow and blue. I feel like it's a yellow jacket. Red hat, no, blue. No, no, yellow jacket, red hat. No, yellow hat, blue coat. Look at him. He's like, he's a <laughs> blue. Oh, uh, oh, God, there's no yellow hat. anywhere. Oh, yellow in the background, maybe. <laughs> Anyways, the one thing we can all agree on is Dolly Parton loves those marmalade <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton 2 is a perfect movie, also. That's the second movie. 100% on Ron's Oh, that's the one where that's the one where right. she goes to prison, right? Yeah. Right. yeah, like that's my like uh Michael, what's a low light for you? Uh I think the low light for me is living on memories of you. Uh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. think I don't really. It's like kind of like a scary codependence that's like displayed in this song. Is like mm -hmm. you've left me so like emotionally destitute that all I can do is like think of the times that we had together. That's the only thing that gets me through. Like, is that the song that says like my days are as dark as the night to start yeah, off? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like it's dark, grim. That's real grim. It's not so much a musical low light as it is like, I don't know, I've, like kind of like Lisa was saying, like, this is not like a real emotion alongside the other emotions that you're feeling like because she literally in uh, one of the other songs is like, I'm I will always love you is about like, I'm not right for you. And I agree. 
but I'll always love you. But like you can't really have that in the same headspace as like I literally can't live without you. I can't stop thinking about you. You know what I mean? Like it's I think like, it's like it makes sense as like the post break like post independence you know headspace of just like you broke off you you broke it off you know it's the best decision for the both of you but now you're having some sort of withdrawals of just like oh i miss him like oh i but if you know if you have at least some inkling of it having been like the best decision for you your days will not be as dark as the night like they, they might be almost as dark as the night but not not pitch black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like she's lying for attention. <laughs> right, right. And it's so right. <laughs> <laughs> She She posts on her close friend's Instagram story that she is lonely and needs someone to come over and hang out with her. Yeah, I guess I, 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 I concede your point of like it not feeling it, the journey, the arc not feeling right with Randy right after I will always love you like that makes no like that is just like I feel like they could have just taken that out and also Randy <laughs> is not as musical a name as Jolene basically <laughs> Randy just like, <laughs> like yeah because Randy for some reason I'm like he's got to be right, a piece of shit Randy. I don't think there's a single Randy that exists that is <laughs> <laughs> It's also like a double beat with highlight of my life. So if you're going to keep one of them, like to keep one of them, it's like the same message of the song. Like, I love Randy. I love, you know, this person's the highlight of my life. It's like it's the same like kind of and it's just like the placement is so strange, too. I agree, um, Andrew. So, this album is yeah. too long. It needs some songs cut from it. <laughs> you know, I would like it to be 10 <laughs> songs long in 25 minutes. <laughs> um, any other high, any other lowlights, any other like moments or like songs that you're like, ugh, 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 ugh. <laughs> not so much. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. That that of. Uh... Emotion. Just just Jolene for you is the low light of this album. <laughs> yeah, it really brought me down. Um, so I want to talk about like uh, in that case, like let's go to highlights then. And like speaking of Ooh, Jolene, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about Jolene as like a, in terms of like how good in, in terms of the, the goodness of the song It's just like so like a read that people have is like, oh, it's like a homoerotic like you know song about like she's like she's obsessing over joe like oh. I'm not, i didn't come up with this by the way like yeah, no, um, that's a twist but like it's like kind of like a okay, oh, little freak <laughs> it's like oh she's in like she's like obsessing over <laughs> joe sure like for that to be the case andrew <laughs> i don't <laughs> i'm respectful i mean like um yeah like um what's it called like it's the idea of just like oh wow like she's paying so much attention to jolie and she's exalting her and stuff like that she's noticing you know, oh, her emerald eyes and her luscious auburn hair. And stuff and about the- her voice and breath, which I think is so interesting. It's like two mouth yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alone. These are, that's, this is literally, those are the feelings I had when I was watching Lisa on my <laughs> ex's lap. Well, the thing, of course, because the thing is, I'm you know, I w- at the time I was a stripper at night, <laughs> but I was working two jobs. In the day, Shit. I was a dancer. <laughs> there was men falling for me left and right, and I would always get so so close. I would go like, <laughs> like I would like whisper some of the financial stuff. <laughs> so people always, always, always knew right, what my breath right, was right, like right. in great detail. Um, whether I was stripping or whether yeah. I was bank telling, so I did don't you have find any it was easier to deposit the bills with, with your coworkers, or did you have to go to another bank for the <laughs> money you made from stripping 
Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't oh, want to yeah, yeah, yeah. be down with the territory. Guard only. You guys are so funny. But like the idea of like, um, what's it called? Um, it's like, you know, the, the, um, the reason why like um, there's this theory basically is um, there's this. I, I learned this from uh, the podcast, like uh, Dolly Parton's America by uh, Chad Oppenrod. Basically, he hosts the podcast. He's like, he does way more research than me and Ashley. Um, but like, uh, honestly, um, every, let's just get it out of the way that everyone does more research <laughs> than Ashley. It's, I it's, actually know less than Ashley. So I'll, <laughs> so I'll, I'll know, I knew it. <laughs> well, but like, okay. So like, um, there's this like term, there's this like uh, philosophy in psychology called like the third, where it's like, we think of ourselves as separate entities where we do things to people and people do things to us. Basically that's kind of like transactional. And then, um, the third space is basically when someone is, that's the way to describe the relationship between two people as its own entity, meaning that a person observing a relationship or any other, like any other person can literally put anything on that relationship. You can like, so that's the reason why you can interpret the song as Dolly having an obsession with Jolene. And it's the same reason why Dolly withers in resignation in contrast to Jolene. The idea like, why is Dolly, you're Dolly Parton. You don't need to be jealous of anybody. Look at those gazongas. Like, you're good. <laughs> But like you're, I, I, you're jealous of a bank teller. Like why are you like? But it's like that's just like goes to like a universal truth of like why do we do this to ourselves? Why are we jealous of people when we don't know anything about them? And uh, it's just like we're great on our own and stuff like that. And we have our own attributes and our own things that are beautiful and wonderful sure. and stuff like that. And yeah. I think she hits on this, you know, and her husband isn't in real danger of like leaving her or anything. It's just her insecurities like manifesting in this way. Andrew, he talks about her in his sleep. And that is weird. <laughs> like she, <laughs> yeah, the idea of like, just like the line, like my happiness depends on you, whatever you decide to do is just like, no, it's not like why. Yeah. Like, why do we do that to ourselves? It's just like, yeah, it's just like, but it's like, I really like that. She like really hits on this feeling of just like this, uh, desperation, obsession, and resignation due to comparing herself to another person, basically. Mm, it's like a yeah, spiral. Right. And yeah. like, the music is like, is kind of dizzying and or disorienting too. Like the guitar, like the two guitar licks, like contrasting each other. And like the guitar is like playing at a different speed than the drum. So it feels like the, the guitar is circling around the drum beat. Like the drum beats, the one, two, three, four. And then the, the cars like, just like going crazy. Yeah. Wait, Ashley just went. It's a real hybrid of South Park and Soundstorm. Wait, I have something really serious to say to Andrew, real quick. Isn't it crazy that Dolly was able to write such a like emotionally moving song as a cover of Gay D? from community <laughs> I would never have thought to write Jolene off of that uh, what are, what's a, what's another highlight for Michael let's go to Michael now oh, highlight for Michael I really uh, I like I will always love you I think her version of I will always love you is really 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 good I don't find myself yeah. ever having visited the Whitney Houston version 
to listen wow. to just on my own. I mean, it's just like it's too much. It's like fun for karaoke or to like watch a performance of. Oh, it's but like not if fun I'm for just, karaoke, like watching people do that song. I think it's fun <laughs> because I like to watch people fail at karaoke. Uh, but I mean, it's like a it's like a classic, right? Like Dolly's feels like a take on it, even though it's not the classic version of it. It feels more of a listenable version of I Will Always Love You. It feels more emotionally emotionally raw to me or at least personal. I feel like Whitney is an amazing vocalist. I'm sorry. This is not like a knock on Whitney time, but I just I'm sweating. <laughs> <and shaking laughs> me right too. Now. Even like when the beat drops and then it's like, boom. Oh, my God. You don't feel emotionally naked in that moment. <laughs> just raw. I'm going to be really super honest with you guys. Me and I don't really have a long history with Whitney Houston. So my experience of that song is like kind of like almost a memification of like, sure. you know, Whitney loves to belt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I Wait, I'm sorry. Can we cut this out? So, I feel like <laughs> I shouldn't say this. <laughs> no, keep it, keep it. It's good. No, Michael, I get that. You're right. It's been like so overplayed that I could see that you would feel some disconnect. But I triple dog dare you to take those high tech headphones you're wearing right now <laughs> when this is over. Get yourself in the bath. Light some candles. Turn off all the lights. Play that song in your headphones. And I dare you not to cry and shake like a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just listen to the song in its like entirety. And it will move you because I feel like I respect Dolly for writing it, but I just feel like her performance doesn't compare to okay. Whitney's. I, I will do that after this. Maybe I could edit myself back in saying that I'm a dumb idiot who is wrong. Uh, if it, no, after I listen to no, it, so. you're not. You're well, not. we already have the audio of you saying that. So regardless, <laughs> of what happens, yeah, <laughs> just cut that in. My highlight is, and then like really clumsily, like I'm a dumb idiot and I was wrong. My 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 highlight, my actual highlight is. I actually do like highlight of my life. I want to, yeah, oppose. You asked someone to prom that way too? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, told, I was telling you guys the real story of me asking the stripper to prom with a highlighter. Wow. So. <laughs> but I think I think it's really sweet and cute. I, I, li- I think Dolly really has a thumb on the pulse of like uh, how to express the emotions that she is expressing in the songs. They feel genuine, even if they're like, maybe too wide wide reaching like there are too many different ones throughout the album i feel like she understands she's had them at a certain point or at least has had friends that she has empathized with so strongly that she can write a song about it you know and i think highlight of my life does that honestly i should let you guys know i've been still oh, eating the, the podcast but i'm so petrified of chewing so i'm just like <laughs> swallowing yeah. the like that. that's why you've been looking so <laughs> pensive like, just, like, no <laughs> I thought you were like considering. (laughs) 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 Oh my god, I'm I'm having a great time. Me too. Um, uh, 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 Ashley, what's a highlight for you? Uh, Oh, I'm gonna agree with Michael on that. My highlight of my life, highlight of the album, was the highlight of my life as well. I yeah for me I just was listening like to the lyrics like you're a part of every dream I dream you're my love my life my everything you're the one I always think about you're the one I couldn't live without and like that just speaks so so much to how I feel about french fries oh, um, wow. and yeah it's just like 
I mean, I love French fries so much. And so, like, that is truly just, you know, the, the song just really, I don't know, touched me in a way that I feel like, you know, um, yeah, it's, I, I love fries. So, <laughs> uh, that's just what I was. I can tell you have a real connection, Ashley, because even when the love and care with which you say French fries makes it sound like it's a person. <laughs> you, guys, you guys can't see this because it's a podcast, but she put on a beret and had a baguette in her hand when she said French fries. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, they do something to me. They've changed my life. Um, I'll never leave them. Um, I love all, all kinds of fries. I feel like I probably talked about this the last time I was on uh, the podcast, too. I, uh, every opportunity I have to talk about, you know, the highlight of my life, uh, it's French fries, you know? Um, so, yeah, they make me a better person, and um, oh, I'm getting emotional talking about them. Um, but, yeah. What's your favorite kind, Ashley? If you could only have one kind of French fry with one kind of dip for the rest of your oh, life, Oh, gosh. Choose? Okay. Honestly, it's I go through phases, um, for sure. Um, for the most part, it's always been a nice, like, hearty uh, uh, steak fry, steak fry. Um, but lately, um, I don't know if it's the pandemic or just, you know, being quarantined, I have now switched to crinkle cut um, French fries and they've yeah they've really gotten me through <laughs> I feel like uh, you know this past From year where? and a half anywhere anywhere yeah, well so I yeah so now I allow myself I used to not allow myself to buy fries because I'm so you know addicted to them like I have to have them when I go out you mean like frozen fries at home yeah so now or just like any fries any ever any fries ever so I have an air fryer now so I can like go like I'm doing sweet potato fries a lot too so you can buy sweet potato crinkle cut fries um just fire up the air fryer for five minutes toss them in and 10 minutes later oh god you know <laughs> i'm in tears you know i'm Whoa. enjoying them and it's they're changing Whoa. my whole mood changing my life so um yeah crinkle cut fries yeah it's just Sorry, um, you want to talk about sauces? Um, I don't know if I can get through that. But, can we get a medium wahoo um, for Greek cup fries? <laughs> it's a medium cry. Um, no, yeah, it's just uh, ketchup, and then now if you want to put like some uh, like hot sauce mm. in the ketchup, then you can make your own chipotle ketchup. Wow. Another cool thing you can do is <laughs> I'm from Seattle. We love tartar sauce, and you can put tartar sauce on anything. So what I like to do now is get tartar sauce, toss a little hot sauce in that, wow. and then you have like a chipotle tartar. Wow. It's almost like an aioli, like a spicy aioli. Hey, but, spicy aioli. Um, <laughs> I know, I, know the, I know the spicy. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, encourage you all to give that a try um, if you can. If you can, I'm, try I'm kind of confused by the wording of some of that because you're making it sound like some sort of government bill just passed where now we are able to do it. You keep saying, now you can add hot sauce to ketchup. Um, actually, the now CDC you can put tartar sauce just announced that we can add tartar sauce to ketchup. Everybody, listen. Everybody was in pandemic, like, doing new things, trying bacon bread and all that and I was in my kitchen trying new sauces things that I've never you know never dreamed of to get <laughs> no never dreamed of uh so yeah oh, this, is, uh, this is beautiful <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Anyways, Andrew's dying. <laughs> no, I'm fine. Let's tell. keep doing this. <laughs> um, Lisa, what's a highlight for you? Like, like that's literally all I have to do. It's like me. my job's pretty easy. Like. <laughs> Um, Jolene, obviously, there's no other song like it. The little dan, the dan, 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 like there's the, nothing on the album mm-hmm. sounds like that. Nothing in the world sounds yeah, like that. Yes. It's an amazing song. Um, but let me tell you about <laughs> what's that? <laughs> the extended album. <laughs> I believe it's about a very loyal dog. It's just an incredibly cute song, and it's a country song. So I assumed the dog was going to die at some point, and oh, it never sweet. died. So I highly recommend. Good. My yeah, it's just like a fond remembering of like a childhood dog that was awesome, and there was no like, you know, usually there's like some sort of bridge or something. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, and then the dog was right. lying on the ground. Like, you're going to tell me sure. now how it died. She, and she never did that, which I, I was really surprised I love when dogs by. don't die in media because I have two dogs. And, I mean, I know my two dogs are the first two dogs which will ever not die. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see That's that right. represented in media. So Wow. Wow. Forward think like, Yeah. Um, <laughs> representation <laughs> matters, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> immortal dogs do <laughs> need a space in our, our life. <laughs> uh, okay. So, um... Yeah, let's go. Any uh, any other highlights? Any other stray observations or fi- thoughts about? I like somebody- this album. I think it's really cute, and it's not 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 long at all. It's like an easy 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 listen. Um, I lose I lose attention pretty quick, and I think because it has such a spectrum of emotion, I'm like, oh, what's this next song gonna be about? You know, like it kept me kept me on board for all all ten tracks. I think it could have even done fourteen if I had you know gone the extended way. Early Morning Breeze is the one that made me tear up a little bit for some reason. Just like loving, like just just a song about nature, just how nice nature is and stuff like that. And for some reason, like that made me like, kind of, it's just such a pure, sweet perspective of the world of just like you can, you can obviously look at the world and go, it's terrible. And to, and in, it certainly is in a lot of ways, but it's also like the, they're the, the flowers grow by themselves, you know, like no, like they just happen and they're beautiful. And just like the, the aster and the dahlia and the wild geraniums, it's just like being rejuvenated by that. And it's so striking that there are no metaphors in this song. It's literally just descriptive of the world. And it's really sweet. It's like, that's really sweet. It's meditative. And the humming at the end is very lovely. It's like your mom gardening and stuff like that. You're kind of like walking in on her gardening and stuff. Um, then just like, I will always love you. I just want to briefly talk about that. It's like, I think, uh, the thing we're touching on is like, oh, it's a more, it's a more subdued, softer, um, you know, it's n- less like theatrical as, uh, you know, uh, Whitney's version. Um, but it like really creeps on you and like, there's no, and there's nothing, there's nothing, there's, that's not in the song. Basically. It's just more. Uh, and the spoken word is really beautiful. It's like, it feels like she's cry. It sounds like she's about to cry basically. And the crazy thing about the song is, you know, when she said she will always love Porter, she did. 
You know, she did until he died. The idea of like after the song released and after she, he, she left the show, um, Porter like was really angry and bit like it's kind of like Pharaoh hardening his heart. You know, the idea of like um, he got really sad. He got really like bitter and was like, I don't trust Jolly as far as I could throw her, all that stuff. And like he ended up suing her for a million dollars because like there's some breach of contract stuff of just like, um, he felt like he was owed like to manage her for five more years as he would deserve a cut of her money because of uh, but like just like all this stuff. And like it's like really got really nasty. And, you know, Dolly settled. She ended up over multiple years, had to pay him back like a million dollars. And then and then later, like Dolly, then like Porter fell on hard times. And then Dolly like. uh basically like you know bought the publishing company so that porter could have his masters back and like she didn't have to do that like she didn't have to forgive him she didn't have to like extend continue to extend kindness in that way and then like you know later like porter was like i'm so sorry that was the worst thing i've ever done basically and like they became friends like they they became friendly and friends until like he died basically and like Dolly was like one of the last people he's seen in life, basically, before he died. That's how I want to die. By like Dolly <laughs> visiting you <laughs> like, <laughs> on your respirator and stuff. Yeah, it's just like she she kept her promise. And like, obviously, I don't think everyone should do that. Like if someone hurt you in that way and continues to like, but that's her choice. And that's I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's like. I, I really loved the idea of like under un, underneath all of that bullshit, underneath all that drama and thoriness and the fighting and the bitterness and like, you know, all that, like the core, the, the emotion under all of that is love. The emotion under all of that is like, just, you can't take that away. You can't like, just like, and there are people in my life that are just like, Oh, I don't like really see them that much anymore, but I still love them. I still, and I hope that as the years go by and like you know like w I, maybe we can like kind of come to an understanding or just like oh yeah we do that's i think that is the fundamental thing is we, we care about each other and like you know i'm glad we got through it and stuff like that i think that's really beautiful yeah so. that is beautiful i will never forgive those who have wronged me <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh let's get through final thoughts and words <laughs> Let's get through final thoughts and ratings. Uh, the way this works is we'll go through, um, you know, uh, what we rate the album out of 10 and a fun metric at the end. So I'll go first um, to like kind of give you guys an idea. Um, it's this is a really great album. I, I had a great time with it. It gr definitely grew on me. It took me. Like, I was listening to it all week and I was like, oh, this is fine. You know, this is maybe this is my favorite Dolly record that we've listened to. Um, but I really liked it. I really love I, I just like found it like as when I learned that like, oh, it's, this is the core, the relation, the core breakup, the core heartbreak is the Porter relationship that really unlocked it because it's like, you know, like the romantic relationship breakups, like they are talked a lot about in songs, but this is like a new thing. And that's like maybe a little bit thornier of just like, oh, this is the guy who gave me my start. This is the guy who stood up for me and, you know, gave me a platform to like make me as big as I am and stuff like that. And he like mentored me and stuff like that and made me improve as a singer and all that stuff. So th there's love there. And but it's just like 
um, kind of chronicling that high and low and also about a dog. Um, so, um, yeah, that's that's really my take on it. I think it's pretty good. I like definitely like after like I will always love you. It kind of like stumbles in terms of like what what am I what do I do now? Like in terms of like musically and lyrically and stuff like that. Like it feels a little confused after that. Um, but I, I imagine that's partly the point. Um, so I'm going to give this, uh, I'm going to give this 8.5 imprints on the pillow where you laid your head. So out of 10. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed the album. Didn't quite know what to expect, but it's about, uh, you know, what I imagined it would be. Um, definitely super sentimental. Um, yeah, I really loved fun thing that I learned was, you know, that she, um, you know, there's a lot of covers. People have done tons of covers of her songs. And so I know that um, when I guess Elvis Presley, like wanted to do a cover of I Will Always Love You and she told him no. And she was like, no, you can't do <laughs> a cover of that. But when um, Whitney Houston did a cover, she was like, oh, yeah, she like there's an article or something about her, like saying, I'm so glad that Whitney did a cover of that song. And Michael, you'll learn this when you do your research on Whitney Houston and fall in love with her. I think Dolly is a great person with just like great character, great heart and like, you know, um, Big Paddington Big energy. Big Paddington energy, yeah. BPE. Yeah, because, like, yeah, I mean, Whitney also, not to go back to Whitney, but she's gone through a ton of stuff in her life, had gone through, rest in peace, you know? And so when you just think about both of their journeys, it's like these two powerhouse women who have, like, dealt with a ton of loss and a ton of grief. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, beautiful to see uh the camaraderie and support between you know two um uh two uh, legends legends you know yeah. actually that's such a good point because yeah. <laughs> if i was dolly i would i feel like i would want to give the song to elvis because i feel like elvis has a similar vocal quality and i'd be like hey, he's not going to outshine me yeah, right. yeah. Like Whitney, you'd be like oh shit she's going to be able to do stuff with this song i would never like exactly. dolly's an amazing musician she's amazing but she can't do what Whitney does and she still gave her song to be like knowingly yeah. almost that she would get out Sean sure. and she still did it which I is know. like very cool exactly yeah and in their own ways they both are still like you know two different versions still both very powerful and you know where it's coming from and you know you know you feel that in each of the songs you know that loss and that heartbreak and stuff um so yeah um but, uh, yeah, so with that said, oh, I guess I gotta give my rating. I'm gonna give it, um, I'm just gonna go ahead and give it 10 lap dances out of <laughs> 10. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Lisa, that's wow. such a, sorry, to, not to, not to cut you right off of that, but Lisa, that's such an interesting way to think about, um, music collaboration is only collaborating with people of equal or lesser skill to you <laughs> and purposely seeking that out. <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? I'm trying to work on it and, sure. and perform with better people, no, which that's... is why I agreed to do this podcast with Ashley, even though I knew she was going to outshine me. I'm trying no. to get better, but, but you know, it's like you, when you're an artist, sometimes it can be, it could be scary. Like if yeah. someone's so much better than you, like no offense, but Whitney's like, no, it doesn't get better than Whitney. And you are an outshiner for sure. I was like, Oh my God. Uh, Lisa? No, I gosh, she's gonna outshine me. 
Uh, Ashley and I are meeting in the park afterwards to physically yeah. brawl. <laughs> I, I'll do my rating so we can wrap up with uh, with Lisa's. Uh, I really like this album. I think it's really um, I think it's really heartfelt. It conveys all its emotions really well. I'm not like a big country music listener, but I think Dolly is really like approachable entryway into country Dolly. music. Dolly. Uh, but I think it's like. I don't know. She's so listenable. Like, I will listen to this album again after we finish because I want to hear the song about the dog yeah, and the song about, too. you know, I want to hear the extended version, too, you know. <laughs> so um, I think I, I, I really like this album. I think I give it nine one sided loves out wow. of ten. Wow. Um, well, I think Dolly has a heart of gold. I love her little giggle and her little voice. I love her childlike mm-hmm. wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I love her two giant marmalade <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> um, I give this album eight immortal dogs out of ten. Wow. wow. By the way, this is why, like, this is why I, I wanted to have the two of you on, is so you could talk about this, and I'm not going to. You wanted women guests on to talk about her boobs? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm willing to take the plunge. I will talk about Dolly's boobs. <laughs> That's why Andrew has two gay gay co-hosts, so we can freely talk about Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, um, so this is so great. I this is such a lovely time. Um, this is this is fantastic. I had such a great time. I, I already said that. So um, <laughs> let's uh, get through our. I've been meaning to listen to that. And, and we I did. did. Oh, shoot. Oh, okay. <laughs> playlist. <laughs> All right. So um, the way this works is we'll add a song onto our playlist. And uh, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, okay. Okay. So we'll add a song onto our playlist. Uh, who would uh, like to go kind first? Of, kind like of in Spotify a similar era to like Whitney and Dolly. I've been listening to uh, a lot, 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 lot of Shaka Khan. Um and I or have already put a Shaka Khan episode on the on our playlist, but I'm about to put on another one. I really, really love I Feel For You by Shaka Khan. Uh, click. And I've I've been like obsessed with that album. Uh, my, my boyfriend played the song, uh, another song from the album for me like in the car and I like was like what is this is my night is the song that he played for me and I was like what is this who is this he's like this is Jacques Conda I was like I must listen to this whole album because I like love like the like disco-y era kind of music so it's good I'll go next then uh, to give the other people a little more time Uh, so I got two picks this week Um, so uh, this is an artist I really have been really enjoying lately and enjoyed um is uh, kesha you know especially like post dr luke like you know lawsuit and stuff like that and that's like really it's like she's like really grown into like a real serious artist while also like an artist that's taken seriously while also like with high road she's like kind of like going back to her roots a little bit of being sillier and having more fun and stuff like that after getting that catharsis of like kind of like praying and stuff out there um so uh two songs i'm gonna pick is uh high road click i'm taking a high road i'm high as fucking these assholes won't shut up i me laughing i ain't losing no sleep i'm 
taking the high road. Highest fuck in these assholes. Yeah, Lisa's not enjoying herself. Or she's eating a grape. Either one of those. Always eating a grape, baby. Either she doesn't want you to keep singing or she's eating a grape. Those are the only two options. I think this song's a lot of fun. It's also kind of like what Dolly did at the time, just like taking the high road. It's just like, if this guy's not going to appreciate me, I'm just going to like, you know, have fun and stuff like that. And like, I go my own way and stuff like that. And then the second song is Resentment by Kesha. Click. I feel loved, darling, I feel used. Nobody makes me feel the way you do. And sometimes, or sometimes, or sometimes I just can't stand it. Um, where it's kind of like the other side of it. It's just like, man, this person didn't appreciate me. Man, this guy really did a number on me. And I am suffering with resentment. And like the harmonies underneath it are so gorgeous and stuff like that. It's like a really beautiful song. So that's my, those are my picks this week. Well, mine is, listen, I spend a lot of time on TikTok <laughs> and all the teens are telling me what to listen to now. So my song of the summer is Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. Like, I can't stop listening to it. Um, I love when the teens dance to it. <laughs> yeah. It's this indecipherable rap in the middle. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, Ashley, uh, what's what's your uh, pick this week? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, um, this song called Crown. I don't know. Okay, don't make fun of me, everybody. I don't know much about this artist, but I was making a playlist for something and was just looking for like confidence boosting songs, at, uh, you know, that are like uh, self-affirming and whatnot. Anyway, there's this artist called uh, Chica. C H I K A. Okay, I never. I'm. I'm just discovering this person. Um, love them so much. Uh, great artist. And then I found a song called Crown. Okay, this is for the kids with depression, the ones whose parental expectations got them stressing, the ones who would rather persevere but they ass trying to make it 'cause they ain't really living in the present. They out here. And I love it. And uh, that's all I got to say. <laughs> uh so uh great um very good job everybody we had a great time <laughs> yeah this is so this is like i think this went as well as i imagined it to have gone and uh thank you so much ashley thank you so much lisa you guys are two of the greats and two of our two of my personal favorite guests like up there in like the my some of my favorite guests we've ever had on the show and wow. it's like really great to like have you guys on again wow, and uh, nice please come back Andrew, anytime that's very kind yes i've had an amazing you. time meeting you guys you guys are both hilarious oh so. michael yeah. thanks michael yeah. and also like i was also like very sad listening to like uh her actually talk about french fries so like it made me like really unlock something in me so thank you for that <laughs> you're welcome uh, anything you would like to anything you guys would like to plug this time around <laughs> actually i'm glad you asked because um i am starting my second press tour i have dunkin donuts <laughs> coming out <laughs> Yay! Um, a dunkin donuts commercial and a blue moon beer commercial so if you could keep your Is eye out true? for both like, of those things um we're hoping oh, that those yeah. pilots take off and get turned into a full series wow oh eight God. season pick yeah. <laughs> do, you think there's a, do you think there's a chance of a crossover? I mean, there could, anything's possible. So, um, 
She's tits and blue moon <laughs> Duncan, actually, that's a perfect hybrid. You get super wasted on blue moon. And the next morning, you're going to need your Duncans. <laughs> wasted yeah. on blue moon. I've you're had 40 blue moons. <laughs> the, 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 her ad campaign's like uh, specifically tailored to uh, Ben Affleck and his deal right now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, he's in the commercials. Is he really? Yeah, we have lots of sex scenes too. So you guys should check it out. <laughs> oh, I mentioned J-Lo um, is pissed. <laughs> No, that's all just the commercials. And at, I'm at the Lisa Gilroy on social media. And I'd also like to promote the fact that you can now mix hot sauce into your ketchup. So I encourage people to give that a try. This just in. This just it's in. It's a limited time only, though. So make sure you try it soon. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but is it like aioli or something? Mm, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna over to you, Ashley, for this one. <laughs> Um, it's also really nice to squeeze a little bit of lemon in there too, if you want it to oh, be a yeah, tiny yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Are, but are we allowed to do that? Or uh... not yet? You have to. No, it's not, no, that's no, coming it's soon. Not, that's coming soon. Yeah. That's phase four. <laughs> oh, the world opening up. <laughs> uh, okay, Ashley. What, what would uh, anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to? Uh, uh... <laughs> I yeah just Craig of the Creek. yeah watch Craig of the Creek Craig of the Creek yeah. on Cartoon so Network so fun um uh, check out Jessica's Big Little World also coming I'm not sure if oh um, yeah I don't it, it might be out by the time this podcast comes out but um yeah it's gonna be really great and um. <clears throat> I guess, yeah, I don't know. That's it for now, I think. Um, follow me, I guess. Not on Twitter, because I don't really tweet, but on Instagram, I'm Ashley Crystal. A Ashley Crystal. And that's Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, -E Crystal. Very good. Okay, Michael, uh, what do you like to plug, and what's your socials? The, uh, I have no projects coming up, uh, but you can follow <laughs> me at at Taco. Um, on all social medias. So. You can follow me at Andrew A. Lee on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram and Facebook, maybe Twitter later. Uh, you can follow Sean at T1 underscore Sean at, on Instagram and Diabetic Twink on Twitter. And uh, you could follow, you know, Emily Blue did our music and uh, Olivia Jensen did our artwork. And uh, now we'll c conclude... With a closing sentiment, I think the way we'll do it this time is like we'll have you, we'll have Ashley deliver a closing sentiment and then we'll have Lisa deliver a closing sentiment and we'll like kind of end with two um, this time. So three, two, one. In the future, if you swallow a grape whole, I will appear in your bedroom. Not <laughs> 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 like Bloody Mary. <laughs> All right, Lisa, I, uh, Ashley. Uh, so, three, two, one. See you later, Holines. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was, I, th I don't think we could have ended that better. <laughs> so, uh, thank, you, thank you so much, everybody. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Click. That was so good.